Just trying to keep your levels matched. Mm. Oh no, Carlos, do you take any Becca classes? Is that the problem? Did you not take any any radio correction? <laughs> no, he didn't take any of that. I actually didn't take any Becca Damn, classes, kid. dude. I did. What was the the intro broadcasting thing where you have a radio show? <laughs> That's so loud. <laughs> Carlos just like sucked on a water bottle, and I I just heard it in my headphones, and that was the awkwardest <laughs> slurp I've ever heard. message for Hello, my name is Jonah Price, and today we are, uh, this is, what is this? I know what this is. I know what this is. This is my podcast. It's Mindful Me, It's Messy, and we've been gone for so long, it's hard to remember that. I got this. I got this. Anyways, Carlos could not be in the studio today, unfortunately or fortunately, depending on how you look at it. He is pursuing other projects right now, as well as we both do want to continue Mindful Meets Messy. Now, it's been very difficult because both of our projects, because we're doing so many freelance gigs, we've been off and on. Um, I'm trying to get a children's book published. Carlos is doing a bunch of different types of entertainment projects as well as teaching um, in Southern California and up here in Northern California. So it's just kind of been crazy, but we do have a lot of content that we have not given you, and that's what we're here doing today. There's something that I promised on my social media as well as I believe I promised a lot of the people that listen to this podcast podcast, but I never released it. We've tried recording this multiple different times, and we lost some of the recording to it, but we did finish editing my portion of this, and I've been waiting to do this with Carlos. We did it with Carlos. I actually can't seem to find the audio from that podcast. It was supposed to go out. I decided we don't need it. I just wanted to give this to you, and it's not much, but it's what we got right now. And I can't wait for season two to start. Uh, I do not have the details on that right now, but this is my skydiving story. Uh, hey, David. Hey, Jonah. What's um, up? So Sarah just turned 18, and she's been wanting for like four years now to go skydiving. Okay. And we were wondering if you wanted to come with us. Are, are you serious? Yeah. Yes. Sweet. Yes, okay, awesome. yes, yes. Let's do it. Thank you. Thanks for thinking of yeah, me. Well, no, because because I was I was listening to your podcast the other day, and you guys were kind of like talking about like how you would go skydiving before he would. And that's how it started. A podcast side remark made into a reality. But there was a time I wouldn't have jumped at the opportunity. As a kid, you talk about adventures that you'll grow up to never have. Skydiving was never a thing I thought I would ever do. When I was around six, the kids in my neighborhood formed the club USTS, which stood for United States Tiny Soldiers. Being a part of USTS, you had to be brave and look fear straight in the eye. But that was never me. I was known as a crybaby. So I don't know what made you start like getting all emotional. Because me and Max are on one side of the yard, right? And we had like a big fort. This is my older brother, Jacob. So Jonah got so mad because I think I hit him with a dirt clod. And, you know, those things are pretty hard. He's like, fine, you want to do that? I'm going to lay the nukes. So you know what he does? He grabs a handful of, you know, those those white rocks, right, that old people have in the front yard? Well, we had, like, a bunch of those in, like, the side yard. So he grabs, like, a bunch of those. He starts throwing them at me and Max. And it felt like me and Max were, like, in the trenches of war- World War Two or something. We had our trash can lid, and he started screaming. I don't know, but it was so funny. A fear of heights has always been an obstacle for me. 
I didn't even like roller coasters. We're in line right now. I found out this has a lap bar, and I'm not super excited about that because I hate lap bars. We're about to go on. It's, it's, it's huge. I'm not a roller coaster person, and that's not, I'm not feeling that. This was only two years ago while waiting to ride the accelerator. It's, it's, it's huge. I'm not a roller coaster person, and that's not, I'm not feeling that. I admit, I freaked out. You want to death grip me the whole time? No. My heart dropped into my stomach. But I survived. I'm not scared. I, I honestly do think that I need to go on that one more time, though, because, like, this time I was kind of, like, really scared just for that first little... But, uh, like, after that, I was good. But I wasn't good. Because even though I faced my fear of heights and somewhat my fear of roller coasters, I didn't face a fear that had given me nightmares. Goliath. Its tallest drop stands at 245 feet and reaches a top speed of 85 miles per hour. Standing in line was intimidating and had me nervous and anxious. When you finally reach the end of the line, you stand at the gate and you are already hundreds of feet off the ground. I sit in my car and I pull down the ladder. The ride operator mumbles something unintelligible over the loudspeaker. Then the ride clicks forward. I kick into fight or flight. My mind and body begin to struggle. My brain is telling me that I'll be fine, but my body wants to jump back to where we got. It's too late. The coaster begins to climb for what seems like forever. We reach the top, and time almost seems to stop. Then the drop. I'm okay. I did it. It was at this point I felt like I could do anything. Sarah, it's your birthday. Uh, it was your birthday. Now you can finally skydive. How long have you been wanting to skydive? Ever since I learned about skydiving. Ever since you learned about skydiving? Yeah, that it was a thing that existed and people could do it. People could throw themselves out of planes. I was like, that sounds fun. This is the catalyst for the skydiving trip. Sarah. Well, it, I'm not surprised actually because it kind of surprised my parents too because they've known me my whole life. But like there's this one random thing where it's just like I like sort of stuff like that. Are you a daredevil? Kind of. Well, it depends on the thing. Like, I like rock climbing, but that scares me a lot more because it's dependent on me. Like, I don't know. If I wasn't doing it in tandem today, I'd probably be really scared. But I'd like to work up to that, though. Just doing it yourself? Yeah, yeah. We are driving through the hills of Santa Cruz. The roads are winding as you see the sun work its way through the trees. Then Sarah asks me, why do I want to go skydiving? I want to jump out of a plane. Because the only thing that I can depend on is the fall. Yes. There's nothing else. There's. I get to think yes. for once about falling 
to the ground. And like just just that image of how insignificant we are. Like how small are we? And being able to just take that in, take that moment in. When we arrive, we sign multiple forms stating that if we die, no one will be able to sue. Not long after, my skydiving instructor suits me up. The harness is a little uncomfortable as it tightens around my chest and crotch area. But it will be the only thing keeping me attached to the guy that is attached to the parachute as we jump out of the plane. We walk towards the runway, and my instructor hits record. All right, what's up? Feeling good? I'm feeling good. I'm always feeling good, though. What are you going to do right now? Right now, we're about to go skydiving! You! And uh, you feel you feel nervous at all? Or? Uh, no, I'm just ready to go. You be should be a little bit nervous. I cause, should? Yeah, because you're jumping with me. As we wait for the plane to land, he makes a few more jokes. And as the plane lands, I'm at a loss for words. I really don't know what to expect. And then we sit in the plane. The plane is small. There is only one seat for the pilot. Me and the other tandem jumper sit with our backs to the nose of the plane. As the plane begins to take off, I begin to doubt the decision I made. So I don't know, this is a... It's pretty crazy. I'm, I'm thinking about it now. And before we went on the flight and got up to the where we are right now, I wasn't thinking. I wasn't thinking about it. And then as we were taking off, I started thinking about what am I doing? I'm about to jump out of a plane. And now that we're up here, I'm really, really excited. That excitement gave me the confidence to perform the next step out of the plane. The door opens on the plane. Somehow I forgot that that had to happen in order for me to jump out. The other jumper falls out of the plane and quickly drops to the ground. The instructor slides over to the door and I go along with him, attached. He instructs me to lift my legs and my leg struggles to get around the door. I hold my knees, my feet come in and are now dangling outside of the airplane. There's no countdown. There's no warning. Just the fall. The G-force puts my heart into my throat and the flipping disorients me. I'm a little kid again, facing his fear. Then it all stops. I close my eyes for a second and feel nothing. I'm floating. The view is amazing. No fear. I remember to hear the sound of the wind. I open my eyes to look back at the view, and I feel this pure sense of joy. I'm trusting the fall. I have to. Finish that. It was it was crazy. So we flipped out, and uh, we just it, it took a second. It really just took a second to to get that free fall and just acknowledge the fact that I was falling. And it happened really fast, but uh, it was good just to be out up in the air, just enjoying the fall. There was it, thoughts gone. Everything just dropped away for that split second. Um, because when I was go- when I was going up, I was kind of worried about it. I wasn't sure exactly like what I was doing, and then I did it. And you just have to do it. 
just do it. It's what I learned from skydiving. Is that just do it? Just do it. Anton, what scares you about skydiving? Yeah, you know, I don't know. I guess in my mind, probably the way I was was raised, my mom has a lot of fear. My dad has a lot of fear. They're always like, oh, don't never, never do that. It's not worth the risk. Well, you know, I just hear that voice in my head, you know? For me, it was more so taking the leap to make a decision. When you jump out of a plane, you don't have an option to go back in. It's true. And I needed to learn how to make that kind of decision. Do you find yourself being uh, an indecisive person? I'm not indecisive, but I don't like taking a leap for what I want. I want to play it safe. I want everything to work out in this nice orderly plan, but sometimes you tumble and you are not able to figure out which way is up. I wanted to know that I could make that decision a life-changing decision and not regret it right away. Interesting. Okay. Like a decision that you made solely on your own that you can say you you decided, you chose to do that. I mean, I think, I think most of it's just when you choose what you want to do. When you say, this is what I want to do, I'm yeah. going to do it, and being able to make the choice to do it. Because I feel like most people just don't choose. Yeah. They let... This has been Mindful Meets Messy. I'm Jonah Price. And I'm Carlos Mendoza. Intro done by Jonah Price. And a special thanks to my brother Jacob Price, as well as my friends Sarah Alvis and David Fiore. Thank you, Anton, for the call at the end there. We'll catch you guys next time. This has been a Little Big Entertainment production. Deuces.